Welcome to Conscious Business with Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Duzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Today, I have a very important message for you. It's a simple message, but it's an important one. It's a single word, actually, but it's a very, very powerful word. The message is to say yes. That's it. Yes. I want you to build the confidence and the muscle of saying yes to opportunities, especially in situations where you might not be 100% confident that you're ready for something or that you deserve something. Forget about the self-doubt. Forget about the insecurity. Just say yes and we'll figure it out later, okay? So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. In our first segment, I'll explain why saying yes is a whole new level of commitment. In our second segment, I'm going to explain why we often resist saying yes. And then in our third segment, I'm going to share three tips that are going to help you to say yes. But first, I want to start with a story. Today, I want to start with one of my favorite quotes from Reid Hoffman. He says that starting a company is like throwing yourself off a cliff and assembling an airplane on the way down. Now, I love this quote. It makes me smile every time I hear it. And there's so much going on inside it that we can really kind of analyze, can't we? But the main message is really just the stress of being an entrepreneur. We're working in a very pressurized environment and there's a huge sense of urgency. It's like a do or die scenario. And if you are an entrepreneur, then you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? You understand urgency, either to build a product, to ship a product, or completely something else. You know, you understand this pressure cooker. This is the obvious part of the quote. But the other more important piece that I want to pull out of this quote is the first part. And you may not have even noticed it when I read it, so I'm going to say it again. Starting a company is like throwing yourself off a cliff and assembling an airplane on the way down. Did you notice it? I'm talking about the throwing yourself off a cliff part. And this is just a gentle reminder that we did this to ourselves. There's no one else to blame. We are responsible for throwing ourselves off a cliff right? We weren't pushed. We didn't fall by accident because we were standing on the edge of the cliff. We threw ourselves off the cliff. And this is the genius part of the quote because it's a reminder that we chose to be entrepreneurs, remember? We were craving something bigger, something better, something more fulfilling. We chose to be on a bigger stage. And we all have different reasons. Our big why might be different, but the choice is the same. We chose entrepreneurship. And so if you are finding yourself inside this pressure cooker and it's feeling really hot lately, well, remember that you're not alone. There's a lot of us in the pressure cooker with you. And more importantly, remember that it was your choice to get in there. You threw yourself off the cliff. 
And I want to start with this quote today because it's a perfect setup for our topic today of saying yes and figuring it out later. Because in some circumstances, especially when you're doing something new, saying yes can feel a little bit like throwing yourself off a cliff. So let's dive right in, shall we? So let's start off by talking about the cliff. Why is saying yes like jumping off a cliff? Well, there's a couple reasons. First off, it forces us to believe 100% in ourselves and be confident that things will work out. It's like removing all the options. You have to figure this out and you have to do it in a timely fashion because the splat is imminent, right? And trust me, there is a very different level of commitment that happens when we sort of kind of think about doing something versus actually committing to doing it and actually doing it in a reasonable time period. Because we have to believe that it's going to work out. It takes optional, it takes failure out of the equation. It will work because it has to. And this is a different level of commitment. I see a lot of entrepreneurs often get really distracted by small details, like trying to make something perfect before they ship it. And Reid Hoffman also says, if you're not embarrassed by the first version of your product, you've launched too late. So it's so easy to suffer from the paralysis of perfection, to want everything to be perfect and polished and exactly as we planned it to be. But in reality, perfect is an illusion, not a destination. It's one of those constantly moving mile markers, right? Because when you get B and C done and you think, okay, well, I'll be ready then, maybe you can justify how you actually have to add on D or E, which will stall you even further. So learn to love the art of doing your best and try to let go of this obsession to be perfect all the time. Part of the joy of life comes from learning and from growing along the way. This is where our greatest accomplishments live. This is where our greatest stories come from. And waiting until something is perfect, well, that just denies us all of life's little lessons, doesn't it? So when you're faced with a decision or you're asked to step up and do something, find yourself wondering, oh my gosh, am I ready for this? Am I an expert yet? Or can I really handle this? Then remember, say yes and figure it out later. inspiration for this episode about saying yes came out of one of my mastermind sessions recently and it's a theme that we'd been talking about for many sessions you know this happens when an opportunity is put in front of us for example let's say you have the chance to roll out a software implementation to a 2,000 person company and in the past you've only ever done this with a company of up to 200 people So because you've technically never worked with a company that big yet, you might be tempted to think, oh, I don't know if I'm ready yet. But remember these wise words, if not now, when? If you need to see proof to know that you can implement a bigger company, well, it's kind of impossible to get that proof before you start, isn't it? Sometimes you just have to dive in and know that you can do it to lean into that discomfort. 
Now, before we go any further, I want to clarify something. When I suggest that you say yes and figure it out later, I'm not talking about you saying yes to something that is completely random and unrelated to your business or your area of expertise. So I would never say yes to scrub in and do open heart surgery. And, you know, I'm pretty confident that I'd never get that invitation to either, thankfully. But I'm talking about all those niggling little bits of self-doubt when the chance or a new opportunity to do something bigger is in front of you. Often these are the times when your saboteur says something really unproductive, like, I don't know, are you really ready for this yet? Are you sure? Can you really handle this? It could be a comfort zone saboteur or a tall poppy saboteur or don't go into the spotlight saboteur. Listen very carefully. All these messages from your saboteurs are not your reality. They're simply trying to keep you small and to prevent you from leaving the safety of your comfort zone. And even as I'm explaining this, you're likely thinking of something right now that has been presented to you or something else that you've been thinking about for a while. And I want to tell you, you absolutely are ready. I'm sending you virtual courage right now. I'm sending you a little push to say yes. And these are the instances where when you do say yes, you can and you will figure it out later. Okay, so what exactly does the figure it out later part mean? Well, it could mean any number of things. Like you could ask someone to help you out and give you guidance. You could hire an expert or a consultant who's more skilled than you are to help you out. You could even lean in when you're not 100% sure how to do something and figure it out and develop the skills as you go along. No matter what your strategy is, just remember this. Opportunities have a divine way of finding people who are ready to handle them. And that's a great tweetable. I'm going to say it again. Opportunities have a divine way of finding people that are ready to handle them. And this happens on two different levels, physically and metaphysically. So let's look at the physical level first. So let's say that someone invites you to give a lecture in your field of expertise and you instantly freak out and you start thinking of all kinds of excuses for how you could bow out gracefully. But before you do that, remember this. When unique opportunities are presented to us, when someone goes out of their way to invite us to something like this, it's probably because you're ready. They wouldn't ask you if they didn't think that you'd be good at it. They chose you because they admire you or they think that you're interesting or that you would add some sort of value. So trust in that. You may not feel like an expert, but I guarantee that you have expertise And if you don't feel 100% confident in yourself, well, borrow some confidence from your friend because your friend obviously thinks that you are more than capable. They can obviously see something in you that maybe you've been too busy to see in yourself, right? And also, be careful to not trap yourself in limitations. Sometimes we get in such a habit or a pattern or routine of saying, you know, I'm not really good at something. I'm not good at public speaking or I'm not good at sales. And we say it over a period of years and we just keep repeating it. Then as time goes by, 
all our hard work and our dedication underneath the surface may have actually developed us those skills that we needed to be good at something, but we get too stuck in saying and believing the same script. And that's how opportunities present themselves to us on the physical level. Now, let's look at the metaphysical level. Now, this applies especially if you have a solid practice of meditation and visualization. You have to remember that you are likely creating opportunities and bringing them into your reality. Your deep inner desires are planting seeds and making things happen. So when things are presented to you, say yes, because it was essentially you who architected this, right? You brought it into your reality. And you wouldn't be presented this opportunity if you weren't able to handle it. Please remember that. It's all part of the journey, right? Saying yes might be somewhat uncomfortable today, but you know in your heart that you need to say yes and figure it out later. In this last segment, I want to give you some tips on saying yes. And I always think it's really important to point out that due to your personality, your default personality, it's easier for some people to say yes than for others. So for some people who love change, who like doing new things, it's going to be easier to say yes than for someone who loves doing research and data and facts and stats. So knowing that and going forward. All right, so here's three tips to help you say yes. Tip number one is listen to your intuition. Now, what does it really feel like when you picture yourself saying yes to this opportunity? Is it something that you secretly really want to do? Are you excited about it? Or are you paralyzed by fear? Does it put butterflies in your tummy? Then chances are you're probably likely ready to do it. You clearly want to. Your intuition will never lie to you. But remember, sometimes your saboteurs can create all kinds of BS excuses as to why you're not ready. But if this opportunity is right in front of you, I'm telling you, you're likely ready for it. Okay? So tip number one, listen to your intuition. Tip number two, imagine someone else taking your place. Visualize how badly you want something and then imagine yourself saying no to this opportunity because you know you thought you weren't quite ready yet. Then someone else comes strolling along who is less experienced and less qualified than you. And they're clearly not familiar with any of your saboteurs because they just swooped in and said yes with no hesitation. And bam, they step up and they step into your opportunity. How does this feel? Does it make you jealous? Does it make you a little bit angry? Remember, jealousy is always a gift because jealousy teaches us a lesson about what we really want and how badly we want it. Now, even though I am presenting this as a hypothetical scenario, remember that this is actually a very real probability. You may have a belief that you need to be 100% knowledgeable and experienced in doing something before you say yes, but chances are that a lot of other people out there don't have your incredibly high 
standards of perfection, and they will step in and they will say yes. So that would be a bummer, wouldn't it? So remember, tip number two, imagine someone else stepping in and taking your place, okay? See if that doesn't give you the needed motivation to lean in and say yes. Tip number three, trust. Remember that you will never, ever, ever be given more than you can handle. And even though everyone else around you looks so confident on the outside, they might not be on the inside. You can figure it out. You will figure it out. Simply look back to any other project or initiative that you've done in the past. There was likely a time and a place where you felt that way too, but you got through it, didn't you? So say yes and figure it out later. Okay, so let's recap those three tips. Number one, listen to your intuition. Number two, imagine someone else saying yes in your place. And tip number three, trust, because you will never be given more than you can handle. And one last thing, I always like to think of opportunities as tests. You know, we all have a big, bold dream of what it is that we want to do. And sometimes opportunities are put in our path to test us to see how badly do we really want this dream? Do we want it bad enough to briefly step outside of our comfort zone? Do we want it bad enough to really, really be uncomfortable? Are we willing to throw ourselves off a cliff and assemble a plane on the way down? In the end, it all comes down to one simple thing. Do you believe in yourself? Do you? Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe in your dream? Do you believe that you are the person to bring your dream to life? Because if you do, then that level of faith that drives you to throw yourself off a cliff and assemble an airplane on the way down, that is what we need. And just a little more tough love. This is the journey that we signed up for as entrepreneurs, remember? We signed up for uncertainty and risk and instability because that is what is required for big results and big reward. And I want to leave you with one last tweetable. It's a short one. You ready? Leap and the net will appear. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode on saying yes. Say yes and figure it out later. Lots of love to Lindsay who helped us to inspire this as we were working together on the mastermind. So, so proud of you for saying yes to this huge opportunity and for just leaning in and trusting that it will work out. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it.